Well, this is uh, an episode... I don't know what number one. I've totally forgotten. I never remember until I hit save. Um, oh, good. You can hear our toilet running in the background that keeps turning on by itself. This is Wickedly in Love. Uh, <laughs> my name's Mike Wicked, and this is Lee McNabb. Hi. Also Wicked. Um, and this has been <laughs> our journey to, uh, to start a family, uh, knowing that we have... Um, some issues, some some reproductive issues between the two of us, and you. Well, and I, mostly between the one of us. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> it's true. I uh, we got married. Turn this down a little bit. Turn there we go. I know we got married in the spring of 2017, and uh, we have needed some assistance from science. And uh, if you hadn't heard by now, because of Facebook, Twitter, two radio shows, word of mouth, text, and in-person visits, we're pregnant. It worked. It did. It did. It worked. We're thrilled. We're so excited. Um, And if you haven't heard the story, then, Lee, you can start telling. (laughs) So the story actually is going to start out a little bit depressing, but stick with me here. Um, So actually, it was probably... Right around our one-year anniversary was our fourth round of IUI, intrauterine insemination. Uh, I was in Iowa with my family as my father um, was very ill with stage four cancer. And I came back to Kansas City, did the IUI, and then went back to Des Moines where my father passed, gosh, maybe five days later. And... Um, we spent our first anniversary in the uh, in the hospice facility. Yeah, so if hospice that gives, house. which was May the fourth, right? And so that was a Friday. The IUI happened on a Monday. My father passed the following Monday. So that following Thursday, May tenth, uh, was my father's funeral. And after the funeral, a couple of my sweet girlfriends and I went back to my parents' house to kind of, you know, chat and. Drink lots and lots of wine. Well, there was that. <laughs> so I went upstairs uh, to go to the bathroom, change my clothes, that kind of thing, and I thought I got my period. So then I was really like, it's my dad's funeral day. IUI number four didn't work. Give me the Tito's. Where <laughs> is all of the Tito's? Um, and I went downstairs, and I was lamenting about it to everyone at my house, and... I think it was my friend Brooke said, well, you know, there's a thing called implantation bleeding, right? And I said, no, there's not. That's stupid. Fill it up. The third or fourth Tito's at that time. Right. Because I was just not in a good spot. So the next day I woke up and this, this period was gone. And I thought, well, what period lasts one drop of one day? Wouldn't every female love that? And I said, well, maybe she's right. At this point, I've left Des Moines to come back to Kansas City um, and just to get with the dog. And we had friends. Thank you so much to our friends who have been. And we missed a lot of work. <laughs> well, yeah. And we, we, we had to get the, our life kind of back in normal. So I come home. Meanwhile, Lee stays in Des Moines. So that Friday, I go to sneak out to Walgreens at some point. It was my, my mother's birthday, the day after my father's funeral. Okay. Um, Two I, days before Mother's Day. Right. I sneak out to Walgreens and I buy a whole bunch of pregnancy tests. And so Saturday morning I took one and there's this faint, 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 faint little line. But like so faint that I could be hallucinating. So Sunday morning I took another one. Your first morning's pee is supposed to be the most concentrated. And that's why I'm That's what I hear. Yeah. And so. Tell me about it. (laughs) 
Sunday morning. I take another one and there's still a faint little line. And I'm like, well, this is for the birds. So I, I'm heading back to Kansas City that day and I pull over at the independent, was it Independence Target? No, that would make Liberty no sense. Target? Maybe Liberty. Okay. Independence, Liberty you've gone on the wrong way. <laughs> which wouldn't shock me, no. but there's probably seven targets between our target, house and your mom's. And I get one of the digital tests, because forget these faded lines. I want a yes or a no. Let's get on it. <laughs> so uh, I go in the target bathroom, <laughs> and I take the digital test, and it says yes. So I sit in the target bathroom, and I make a collage of all of the pictures, because I'd been taking pictures of all the pregnancy tests. And I put it in my phone and I get home. Upon arrival. Uh, I, you know, I we didn't have a, we celebrated, not that I had any problem with a Mexican restaurant eating tacos and drinking Corona, but that was our anniversary. And I thought, well, I'd like to give my wife her first anniversary present. And ironically, we gave each other Pretty much the exact same gift. We did. Uh, along with, I gave her some embroidered toilet paper and said, happy first paper anniversary. We're on a roll. But uh, And she didn't have mine. It hadn't arrived yet. But she said, I have this for you. And so I showed him the collage of pictures. I'm not sure he'd ever seen a pregnancy test before. And so it took him <laughs> a minute for it to like register. And he started to get excited. And he said, it worked. And I said, we're not getting excited. Right. This was... May, this was May the 13th or yeah. whatever, whatever Mother's Day was this year. Not getting excited. It's not happening. You know, we're not, it is far too early. We know the struggles. We know the, the percentages. We know the chance of things like a miscarriage. So we just, we we didn't really talk too much about it. No. As the weeks went by, we were both keeping it from everyone. We told a select few. Our parents never found out. Um we, I mean, I was going every four or five days for blood tests, checking mm-hmm. levels of things. At six weeks, the first um, ultrasound. Saw a heartbeat. Or at least we saw blood moving. Yes. Is what, what you can see. And that's pretty... If you're a guy and you've never... You were wondering about being a dad, that was a pretty telling moment right there. It's like, oh, okay, but still... Nope. We I'm were very, still like, nope, yep. not allowed. We are not allowed to be excited. We are not allowed to celebrate. We are not allowed to tell. We went in at like eight and a half weeks for another ultrasound. And there you could see like limbs. Yeah. And like they were moving around and it was like a head and a body and legs and arms. <laughs> little, little tiny, all that. But eight and a half weeks. Um, and we had a, a vacation plan. We we're going to go to Des Moines, spend time with Lee's mom and sister. And we were going to tell her then. And then we we're going to go to Detroit and go see my family and tell my family then. But first... We had to get pictures taken, which you may have seen online. Uh, so thanks to our friends Ashley and Zach for being some of the very few that we, we went out and told. Yes, because Ashley was the photographer. Right. We, need, we said, hey, we had a picture of the baby inside of Lee, but we needed real photos. So we thanked them for, for doing that. So we went to Des Moines and told my mom we got new headshots taken for work and we wanted her help picking them out and showed her. And she did her usual laugh, cry, laugh, cry. <laughs> 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 And I'm so glad um, that we chose to tell her that weekend because on that visit, we ended up in the ER. Yes, we did. That's right. With, uh, I've been having a lot of migraines. So, what is your note? Don't worry. Okay. This is for later. Okay. Um, yeah, Lee had about 11.30 finally listened to the advice I'd given her 12 hours earlier. Oh, yada, yada. Uh, and we went to the emergency room and 
Side note, probably one minute before we left, uh, we had knocked on Lee's mom's door to go to the... the She's going to be mad at you for saying this. The hospital with us, and she had <laughs> just taken her, uh, her, her, her prescribed sleeping pill. <laughs> and uh, needless to say, by the time we got to the hospital... They couldn't tell who the patient was. Uh, Carol was... Uh, She's going to be mad at you for saying this. I love you, Carol. She, <laughs> but she was hilarious. She was delirious. And uh, after about two hours in the hospital, they gave you some nausea medicine and then a prescription for it. And, uh, and I it, left with a headache? It's been better, though. It's been much better. 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 So we told my sister, too, and she had just had a baby a few weeks before that. So, she, I mean, she was blaming the hormones, but... We all know the excitement. Then we flew to Detroit, told my family, told my mom and my stepfather first. My mom cried. My dad said, I predicted it. My sister was very excited. Um, Um, Our nephew Carson wanted to make sure I was carrying the baby and not Wicket because (laughs) he wanted to be excited and not concerned that he had to do that later in life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, So we are due January 22nd. We should by now have known the gender, part of why we've been waiting to talk with you, but I haven't gotten the phone call from the blood test yet, so that will be part of the next podcast for sure. Hopefully we get that information tomorrow. We went in for um, some tests, some, some syndrome tests, and it looks like that we've, so far we're, we're good there. Um, I did not realize, I'm 37, I'll be 38 when the child is born, and I did not realize Every year it went up significantly, the you know likelihood of different things, Down syndrome and whatever. Mm. It's like one in 100 right now. 105. Um, for our age. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, that's, a, I mean, that's a, a it's, a, it's a number. You know, I don't want to say a scary number because it makes it sound like it's a bad thing and we would have loved that child just the same. But um, I thought it was going to be one in some thousands. And So what happens when you wait? Uh, like we've... Uh, been doing so uh yeah we're due january 22nd i'm reading a book lee is finally showing your first picture you put up on facebook with a bump yes oh, it's there <laughs> uh we we're, like i said we'll find out the sex coming up uh thanks to everyone for all the the wishes and the thank you we want to say thank you to everybody for the congratulations and and whatnot and uh, a special shout out to our friends Kyle and Amy in Michigan because they went through a lot of the similar stuff and they are pregnant with twins as well. They went even further into this process than mm-hmm. um, we had to. And so they have twins on the way, which is exciting. So Kyle actually texted me a couple of weeks ago and we knew we were pregnant, but he let me know. And I said, we're just going to wait. We don't want to steal, steal, to steal your thunder. So yeah. shout out to Kyle and to Amy and congratulations. And next week, uh, should we find out the sex by then, that will be the topic of... We better. I'm hunting someone down. By the way, uh, the wives' tale is if the baby's heartbeat is above 140 or 145, it's a girl. If it's below, it's a, it's a boy. We're way above. 166 at the last doctor's appointment. We've had four uh, ultrasounds <laughs> by now. Um, carrying high and the placenta location all say girl, so... All right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we'll also tell you about uh, our journey to uh, get this house all ready for the baby that well, will be arriving soon. So thank you very much for listening. This has been Wickedly in Love. I don't know what episode number, but I look forward to next week's. Love you. Love you.